thank you. Um, I uh, have been especially honored over the last 13 years to get to be a part of this team and uh, don't really feel like I'm adequate to even be called a teammate for of most of you. But I think back to those 13 years ago when I first landed in Colorado Springs and saw that awesome mountain you guys get to see every day and, and how that uh, changed my perspective in life and came into the office and uh, Ron Attic and Dan Powers and Tom King and Joe Warrington uh, just kind of uh, and Sharon Matson just kind of uh, brought me into the fold and made me part of the family in that building and uh, so it's been an awesome time uh, so uh, I've, I'm not one that's very good with words when God called me to preach he didn't give me somebody to be my spokesman I never did understand that uh, I think I have a gift of uh, earning trust with people and convincing them what the best thing to do for the company or the business is and so if it's about the purpose or the mission or the vision, I, I can come up with words. But when it comes to saying thanks and goodbye, I have, I have no words to uh, adequately do that. So this morning, I don't intend to uh, do an exegetical presentation of a passage of scripture. I'm too intimidated for that today. Um, but I do have uh, a couple of thoughts I would like to leave with you. The passage I want to look at this morning is John chapter 9, verse 1 through 4. And uh, in the New International Version, it reads, As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Fifty years ago, this coming June, uh, I graduated from high school, and the week after, I began working full-time. It was June 12, 1972. I was the envy of all of my friends because I went to work, and I think, if I remember correctly, I made $2.71 an hour. Um, it was uh, awesome to uh, immediately step into a role like that. And uh, in those days, it was expected that uh, people provided part of the tools for their trade. So when I was hired, there was one requirement. Anybody ever see one of these before? Can you see what this is? Got lots of little numbers and stuff on it. 
Know what this is, anybody? So this is a slide rule. The purpose is to help you quickly make calculations. And uh, it was uh, required that you have one. If you were uh, uh, rich, you got one in stainless steel. And if you had money to blow, then you got one made out of bamboo because those didn't change in size with the humidity and temperature. This was required in our uh, classes at school. And um, so all the tests were timed. And uh, of course you had to do all the work yourself. There was no such thing as teamwork, right? Um, so by the end of the first term, there was this huge major technological leap forward. And they took this slide rule and they bent it and wrapped it around. And we were able to buy these circular slide rules. Wow, we had a, about a 20% increase in productivity because when you got to the end, you didn't have to swap back to the other end and start over. You could just keep going in a circle and calculate faster. Um, it wasn't long after that that the next year, I think as a sophomore, um, they said to us, you will have to buy a calculator. And we were like, what is a calculator? Well, it costs $800. And uh, it will do your addition and subtraction. It was something similar to this, but it was about three times as heavy and twice as big. And uh, so we went from being cool to have this hanging on your belt, to having this in your pocket, to carrying a, a calculator all in the period of a year. So uh, one of my um, favorite sayings has been, boy, this six months is gonna, this next six months is gonna be interesting. And I thought when I moved to education and came to Colorado Springs and NBC, I wouldn't have to worry about that. Theology, isn't it timeless, uh, you know, we don't have to worry about this change kind of stuff. But um, I think we all would agree that we're still learning what it means to do online education efficiently, effectively, and help students change and become what God requires them to be. Um, and the challenge with that is that this has a purpose and its purpose is to help make calculations. But today, all of us can do that with this iPhone, right? So the purpose is still there, but the shape and the design and the effectiveness is very different. I've uh, learned to
to love NBC and its purpose. Um, I, uh, I don't have words to express what it does to me every morning to be able to be a part of what God is doing in somebody else's life. To be at this juncture of God calling and NBC preparing is a juncture and a place where for very little effort, we can change, be a part of changing lives and changing trajectories that will change hundreds of other lives. And so it's a, a focal point where we can put in a small amount and reap humongous rewards. And God blesses us. You know that. I don't have to tell you that. Um, but this passage of scripture uh, reminds me um, that it's not just about theology. Um, you know, the folks that used to make these slide rules, if they haven't adapted, they probably still aren't still in business. The purpose is still there. The purpose is still important. But how you do that has changed. And I think in our personal lives and in our corporate lives, uh, and this is where the scripture, I may not be completely honest to the scripture. Tom King and Dan Powers can correct me. But in the, in the message, Jesus' response to his disciples when they ask um, who sinned was, you're asking the wrong question. Uh, and I've found myself over the last 50 years being in lots and lots of places where we had to take a step back and say, you know what? We might be asking the wrong question. The purpose is still good. But what does that look like today? Um, again, ever since I've been here, we have talked about Nazarene Bible College's purpose. It's awesome. Most of us can quote it. Most of us can, can uh, tell HLC, ABHE, and every student what the purpose is. I want to ask a different question. I think we need to ask a different question. And that question is, what is our vision? Who do we want to be? If we want to be a slide rule manufacturer, our days are numbered, right? We've been really good at innovation, you know? We, we are the first in adult education. We're the first in online education. Somebody ask a different kind of question. I think it's time for us to do that again. Uh, I think we know our mission and we evaluate every dollar, every penny, every action, every 
thing we do based on what that mission is. But I think that's kind of single vision or something. It also has to include where is it we want to go? What is it we want to do? How are we going to do that? Uh, and so I get excited when I think about uh, how might we collaborate to do more than just prepare folks to meet the requirements for a degree or meet the requirements set by the church for ordination. I've convinced myself that we have to broaden our perspective. When I come to Colorado Springs and I look at that mountain, I think about that song that all of you probably can sing, America, oh beautiful for spacious skies. And the last phrase of that is from what? Sea to shining sea. And in my heart and in my mind, when I sing that these days, I'm saying uh, from sea, from God's first calling, that prevenient grace, his first calling, till he calls us home, there's space in there for NBC to be providing education, training, resources for leading individuals into a relationship with Christ and leading churches and leading the organization to be better than individuals could be by themselves. I think if we're going to have a pool of students uh, to provide degrees to, we're going to have to back up a step and our vision is going to have to include adult education. How do we train lay people? Alan Lake and I had this conversation a couple of days ago that you, the folks on this call can do the absolute best you can do at preparing ministers. And if we send them to places where the church boards are toxic for their very first assignment. They're not likely to succeed. We see it all the time, right? So I, I have this vision for NBC that we can increase the pool from which we draw from by helping from calling to calling, from the beginning to the end the whole life cycle. And it seems to me that we could be the provider of excellent education to the local church and that the local church is key to our new vision of where we go and who we are and what we do. Uh, I'm convinced that the chart I have on my wall back here that shows the trend of local and district licensed ministers going down every year for almost the last, as long as we've kept the data, 
says that if we continue the current path, we're just on a path to uh, extinction. Um, so I, I want to challenge us today. I want to challenge you today. Where do you need to ask a different question? Uh, can we listen to the Spirit of God as he says, you're asking the wrong question? What question do I need to ask? What would it look like for us to collaborate in such a way that there was uh, mentoring and coaching under our auspices at every local church for uh, adult ministry improvement? Uh, what would it look like if our uh, pastors, when they needed a resource, their immediate thought was, I bet NBC's got something that would help me. Uh, I, I think if we played with that idea and put the genius of this crowd to work on that, uh, now that we have Dr. Sherwood, He'll bring in the dollars if we can have the vision to, of what it is to do. And uh, I think God has huge plans for NBC. I think we're at the starting point. You know, we're at the slide rule stage. I, I think there's a lot that uh, NBC has to offer. And I believe in the worldview, I believe in the faith of this team. I believe in uh, the vision uh, that God's going to give our new president. And strategically, I'm absolutely convinced that the best days are ahead. Uh, I don't know what that looks like. Uh, I would never have expected that this would look like this. Right? So I don't know where we're headed. I know that we, in my mind, we need to spend some brain cells on what is our vision and where are we going? Because just focusing on what is the mission is not enough. So that's my uh, thoughts for today. Not sure how helpful they might or might not be, but uh, just know that love each and every one of you. It's been an absolute joy working with you. I'm uh, excited to come back in February and, and help determine that my staff knows I call NBC an organization with the drip syndrome. We are data rich and information poor. We have data everywhere you look. But how do we turn that into information and into action and into wisdom is something that uh, I think we could improve on. And I think I could get excited about helping with that. So I look forward to coming back and doing some of that. And uh, so God bless you. That's uh, what I had for today.